0: Uh-huh. Sweet.
1: Hey everyone, I'm Wah. And I'm Chris, and we'll welcome the to Sweeties. We're 2 longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docu-series.
0: Yes, but through our own lens, which can be, ugh, let's just talk about it, acidic. Definitely bitter. I mean, I would say like... Over seasoned, overly seasoned. Uh cinnamony, you know, kind of that warm spice. At the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet.
1: Hi. Hello. So today we're talking the curious case of Natalie Grace. (laughs) Season one, episode six: punch or be punched. We made it through, you guys. It took us so long to do this, but we made we're here with the last episode, and uh, we're waiting to get punched. Yeah, I like Hawaiian punch. Hmm. I like Mike Tyson's punch out. Mm. Hmm. I love a good whole punch. Mm.
0: God, I can't. No, no, nothing, 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 nothing. Trying. Hmm. Still but
1: nothing. Nothing. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, great. So uh,
0: I'll tell you how we left off. Uh, you know, the same way we start this one, which is. Baby Ruth, you know, a young Babe Ruth, just Michael with a baseball bat, you know, like swinging, you know, like he he does feel like a baby at this point because he has got, he to rid himself of any accountability or responsibility, he has put everything on Christine. uh, That he was the dumbest little weenie whiny. Poopy whoopy diaper, you know, that she just had to raise all the kids and him and like had, he couldn't stand up to do anything. And now he's like has these lawyers that he it almost feels like he all thinks that they're all like cool guys and he's like you know like the young kid in high school and he's like I'm hanging out with the cool crowd like he almost gives that kind of energy like the cool kids say that I'm gonna be one of them and I'm all good so here I go just (laughs) being cool like so him swinging this bat you know it's like he couldn't look less intimidating he couldn't look like you know just he is in every way getting more and more cartoonish as each episode happens to the point that in season two, if he's on it, it'll be a full, I mean, like Pixar animated person we're watching.
1: <laughs> yes, he swings this bat and it's to kind of show, like, you know, he's he's going up to bat, he's 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 in trouble, he's got <laughs> this team of lawyers, and he feels like his team of lawyers is the best team of lawyers to ever be a team of lawyers in this country. I mean, the way he, he's like, yeah, these guys have got my back, and he, he's, like, swinging this bat, and then he swings It's like the- him and
0: O.J. Simpson, it's like, no, his lawyer's better than O.J. Simpson's lawyer. Like, he, like, that, he is just like, I got a dream team, honey.
1: Yeah, yeah. Team. He is so excited and he's swinging the bat, I guess, to show kind of that metaphor. And then he swings it and it like flies out of his hand and he's like, oh, sorry, guys, I'm a thrower when I get upset. And this is where we find out he's a thrower as well. But the way he swings this bat, I know he pulled, I know he pulled a muscle. I know he did. For some, he just was like, I felt it. I felt the muscle back here just pull on him as he was trying to like do this cool, cool things. Um and he just talks about the fact that his kids, um, he hasn't been able to see the two other kids, um, and not, not Ethan and the other one. He's seen uh, Jacob, and he's like, you know, if they told me that all I had to do oh, was God, <laughs> if they were, if they offered me, you know, an opportunity to see my sons, and they said you had to lay your hand down and we're chopping it off, I'm chopping off that hand. Like he is so dramatic. Yeah, it's like we all
0: know what it is. Like I would, I would give my arm to da 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 da. But it's like, in order to saying that with brevity, he obviously does a lot of like smacks as if he is on RuPaul's Drag Race, honey. And he also takes such long pauses to just say the thing that we know he's gonna say is just. I mean, it's, it's unwatchable, but also it's, you know, it's a banana
1: thing. We also now realize that we are being taken as a, as people who are watching a story. We're now, this is the, you know, Christine's a bad person, but now they're going to hammer it home with Christine. Mm-hmm. like a bad person because all of a sudden now she's a sexual deviant. Um, she has been sending pictures of herself to people and they keep showing us these pictures with like fuzzi- fuzzing out what she's got showing. And I'm like, even if they do, I'd, I just can't imagine her looking that great in all of those saloon costumes that she's wearing. Like she's wearing like very, Holly- Frederick's a Hollywood basic ass corset and fishnets situation. It
0: is, yeah, it, these pictures are, first of all, the entire time we're like, how are you showing these pictures? Like, if, even if you, I mean, I'm gonna tell you like our only theory is that yes, like for some reason, okay, this is my theory. So yes, throughout this entire series, we've seen pictures of Christine. We've never not heard from her. Now on, you know, episode six of season one, as if we're going to have another goddamn season of this horrible nightmare. But anyway, come on. So... We're like, how are you showing us these pictures? Is this not like revenge porn? Like, how are we we watching this? And the only like idea I have to tell you is that what? Like, because they had a share phone and he had the Dropbox and she uploaded or sent it to him, that now he has ownership of them, which I'm not quite sure, but that could be held up in court. But I I mean, I I don't know why Christine, to me, could sue Netflix, but she hasn't. Or Discovery Plus, sorry, whoever made this. But anyway, moving on. Yes, wah. I have to co-sign. The lingerie that Christine uses to to look sexy and seduce the many men's in which she is sending these pictures to. (laughs) I'm going to say this. It works for... Listen, it works. These men are seduced, okay? So I'm not going to tell you guys that I think she's wrong. But what I'm saying is it is absolutely hilarious. Like, it's just not what you would think. It's just... It is saloon. It is... I mean, it's like...
1: Yeah, it's Midwest like finest. You know, it's it's the Midwest's finest.
0: <laughs> it is not just a lingerie, but it does feel like there's a character involved, yeah. which makes me feel like she's a goddamn freak. <laughs>
1: um, so the next thing we have is they start to play this music, like he's a ladies' man, ladies' man, that's for sure. Not with that sound, but you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got this person who's starting to talk. And he's like, yeah, I used to be a celebrity in the a country music scene. And then we go to this like hoarder's nightmare. I mean, mm-hmm. we go to the junkyard. I mean, I don't know. He was able to purchase, secure some land and then put all his nonsense on it. And we see this little person. Um, and this is somebody who, re- who Christine reached out to because she had a daughter who was a little person. And um, so innocently, the conversation started off and quickly devolved into some naughty naughties going on. Um... (laughs) His name is Freddie Gill. Um, And he wants to, he told her that he was going to bury his face in her uh, labia majora, is what I wrote down. (laughs) <laughs> Which is exactly where he comes up to her.
0: So it is you know, uh and uh, like, like that's the lips he just he always saying he's want to kiss her lips.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He I was. think it's beautiful. Well, I think <laughs> right. it's
0: beautiful.
1: Uh so then we cut to Michael, who's like, <sighs> 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 I was not ready to stand up to her. <sighs> and then her his his new girlfriend comes up and hugs him. I just she, I, I, I cannot see my man cry unless his parent has died or his child has died. There's a third one. Wa, guess what mine is. The the wife has died, or down the aisle. She's yep, crying. You're crying. smart. You look. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You know me too well. You know me too well. <laughs> uh yeah. You know me. Too that well. is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You did tell me one, and I just could. I'm like, yeah oh i want him i want i
0: just i need him to and i've said it before so you can go back to the thing i will divorce him if i walk down the aisle and i don't see tears in his eyes from his from the beauty that he's beholding and his like utter need to devote the rest of his life in order to protect my beauty what if he was just
1: like mega rich (laughs) okay Stand by those laurels.
0: I can't say yes or no. I'll come back to me. Come back to me. How rich. Okay. You know, like, I don't need like Chris and love, love, or love. I can't just be like $10,000 a month from like some tribe into my bank account.
1: Uh, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go on. So um, he's two and a half years after the divorce. Um, he had needed some help. And this woman helped him get back onto his feet. Um, anything. Do, do you, I put a date in there. Um, anything special about that date?
0: Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's your, that's, that was your, your birthday, but yes! it's also the day... <laughs> Yeah, but then I thought, well, it's not, yeah, it's your birthday. So like, and it's also around, I mean, isn't that kind of around the time we moved you in?
1: <laughs> no, we moved me in uh, November 13th.
0: Um, okay so i'm sorry it was uh three weeks before three weeks after that so not not kind of around that time okay
1: cool okay yeah i guess um um so yeah he had a mental breakdown and he was close to suicide he said um and (laughs) and she saved him she really did swoop in and save him she is a captain so where's her cape i need her to be wearing one at all time um and so he says that he only feels comfortable in the lawyer's office only feels comfortable doesn't feel like anyone's coming after him and you know what i can honestly say that based on this the dramatics that he has put forth to us it 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 aligns it makes sense that he would be scared outside of his home because he's in a lot of trouble for what he him and his wife did and um he when he's taking in a, taking us up to the lawyer's office he's got on like a, a purple shirt. And he's so excited to show us like his team of heroes that are coming to save him. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> uh, We find out that um, during their like rev up for the um, trial is that they're not gonna talk about age because somehow some stupid crooked lawyer <laughs> or somebody got them to say, since the court had already legally de- deemed her an adult We are now not allowed to talk about the fact that that even happened because the truth is is legally she was an adult. So the trial is missing a huge factor of it. So now the trial is, did he neglect his adult daughter? Not a child that they got reaged.
0: Yeah, it's like, I don't know how to unpack this, but it's like, yeah, it's like, so in order for the law to be right, you're going to do two negatives to make a positive. She was reaged. That's not true. And instead of acknowledging that or fixing that from that basis and moving on, now you're just not going to even pretend that you're pretend that didn't happen. That seems banana rama's to me. But we had seen some of these clips in the previous episode of the lawyers trying to make that point home specifically her lawyer and again we're not gonna ever see christine but we're gonna see her lawyer and then we see obviously we know michael's lawyers because we're getting back scene back sorry back back vaccine uh behind the scenes um sort of like play by play of of their defense you know and we obviously don't get to see any of that christine is not there so you know we had seen this exact scene of you know almost like they're about to go into like a football game where there's just a whiteboard and there's a coach to the head guy and the other guy's like, well, this is is what we're gonna do. We're gonna get him here. We're gonna, A is gonna advance to B. But, you know, again, the scene we had seen where they were trying to figure out how to phrase it for their narrative, which is to say that Natalie was Michael Barnett's 22 year old daughter. In yep. a subtle way of being like, she's not a, she's not a child, even though she is, was. It's like, it is so crazy. And the way in which these lawyers know there is no chance for them to win unless this falsity is there makes me, I mean, really hate lawyers. It makes me just be like, oh, you guys are disgusting.
1: Yeah. Yes, it, it's not about the law. It's not about justice. It's the way that it's interpreted and it's the way that it is utilized, which is why for for an unfortunate series of events, it's very important to retain and have lawyers ready to go to help you in these kind of situations. Um, and so, yeah, so now the conversation is, did Michael Barnett abandon or neglect his 22-year-old daughter? So they're trying to use all this footage to show that she was capable, like footage of her moving the trash can, as though like, see, she could do it even though it's clearly hard for her. And like, if there was any other opportunity, maybe she would have help doing it, you know? But like, yeah, she's big enough to push a trash can at, you know, so she must be 22 years old, things like that. And um, so he's getting ready for his trial and he is up in the morning. He's giving himself a pep talk. He's got a yellow yellow tie on and he feels good. Um, And so we realize now that during the trial, um, Michael's lawyers start to ask her questions, we don't realize this, but the, the lawyer that they have on retainer giving us the, the information with the blue jacket on, she's telling us that if the documentation is true from what happened with her mother, Anna Gava, is that the child was born in 2003. And so they are asking her questions when she was under a um, crazy amount of stress, And she was either six, seven or eight years old when they're asking when his lawyers, Michael's lawyers are asking her questions. And of course, she's going to say she doesn't know because she doesn't. You know, there was a lot going on in her life. She was being neglected. And so they break for a recess or whatever after the lawyers um, are done and they go back. So we get another behind the scenes and one of the lawyer opens up a beer, you know, to like they're waiting for the results and they end up getting the results and the way that the documentary does it to us is so that we don't know what the answer is. We just say, we just hear the phone call. Yeah. We're ready for you to come back. They're like, that's it. That's all it took. That's all the the lawyers took. I mean, all the jurors took, they just took an hour and a half, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. blah." And so then the next scene we have is Michael coming out of the um, courthouse holding his mother's shoulder who's like leading the way it's supposed to feel like i guess all this paparazzi or like whatever is chasing him so he has a jacket over his head and he's crying (laughs) he gets into the car and he can't even speak when he's in the car (laughs) Um, so he gets he sits in the car and you we think that he's guilty Mm -hmm. we think that he's guilty from the way that they're doing it and he's like (gasps) jurors they they took an hour to understand that I was completely innocent. It took 1.5 hours to determine that I am not guilty. And the way he says it is as though all of the evidence proved that he was just this not guilty. I mean, just, I mean, Chris. No, I know. Yeah, like, they wanted us to
0: really, they made it seem like the fact that it only took an hour was to damn him and the fact that they were like they made it like this we're like oh you know we're we're not happy about it Mm -hmm. um but yeah Mm -hmm. so again like this is his trial and christine has a different trial right
1: well this is because they're not not married yeah because they're not why is
0: christine yeah but why was christine's lawyer then on so many zooms then and stuff like that's why it was like but (sighs) anyway sorry
1: Maybe she has to have some kind of counsel throughout these proceedings, but the proceeding that we saw was specifically for him. We didn't see his lawyers talking to all those folks. We only saw her lawyer. So I feel like that was to elude. We saw her lawyer versus the state, right? The, the other her lawyer was the black man, and the state's lawyer was the was the black, the the woman, the other woman there. So the craziest thing about this whole thing is that Michael says to us, the viewers that sitting in the courtroom with natalie he looks over at her and he says that he made some kind of like acknowledgement or something towards her and in that moment he knew that she knew that he was saying i'm sorry this sucks and she was like yeah
0: yeah in his mind he was gwyneth paltrow after the ski thing Mm -hmm. and he went by natalie and said i wish you well and natalie was like i love you father thank you for the all of you did and thank you for trying to protect me from evil christine is what michael thinks things happened okay um so uh you know obviously that didn't happen so he now is like Christine's going down, like, you know, like I won and every I'm gonna, you know, get her. Yeah. You know,
1: so you know, that's, oh, you know what? Here's what I think. We, we were talking about, we don't know, we don't understand how the, how the, how whatever's happening. Okay. So it looks like I i heard someone say, and maybe it was the lawyer who says that the trial against Michael was just a practice run for the trial against Christine. So mm-hmm. I guess they they didn't ha- have happen in tandem. I think they have I think Michael's happened first. Mm-hmm. And so maybe the footage we are seeing is of her trial that obviously happened not in court. Like maybe it was you know, COVID. Um because in Michael's version there I don't see any masks at all. Right. So I feel like this must have happened before in like in 2019 and then I don't know though. It's weird. I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to put that together because yeah, no, I think did, it happens in 2022. Well, I don't know. Yeah, no, like because he, him and his folks are not wearing any masks yet. Christine's is over. I don't know. I don't know. how. It Christine's
0: happened in March of this year, 2023, or what was supposed to be.
1: Oh, okay. So his did happen in 2022. Yeah. So he says that there's an anvil ab- ab- above his head for this lo- all this time, and now it's gone. Um, and <laughs> yeah, he's so he's such a. Character. What
0: a cartoon. I mean, that is a cartoon thing to say. That's not mm-hmm. a normal thing to say, you yeah. know. Like, was
1: there an acme on the anvil? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, go on. So he's like, listen, if anything comes out in Christine's um court case, it's fine because I've got double jeopardy. So he's feeling really freaking good. He's like, Christine is going down. Um, and then we cut to Freddie again. And Freddie, someone asks Freddie about like um sex trafficking and and like whether or not he knows anything about christine and sex trafficking trafficking and he says that he knows that he didn't have sex with natalie grace because he's never had sex with a little person because that became like a subject of conversation and so he then said though because christine tried to get him to have sex with natalie grace at some point Um, And he said that he thought that that was weird. But then also um, Christine told him some scathing allegations against Michael. Mm -hmm. So now we're like, okay, sex trafficking, what's going on? Um, Why did Christine try to hook Natalia up with Freddie? That's weird. And he says that during her trial, he's going to show up and say the things that he heard about Michael. And so the producers give Michael an opportunity to answer to that. And Michael's like, I don't want to do any of this anymore. He's like really like hot talent on the scene. He's like, you guys, I'm not going to do anything. This is the last thing I'm going to do If from here on out. If I say no to something, the answer is no, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's like he uses this moment to stand up for the producer, against the producers of what could have happened for his son
1: oh when when the son was like you know i don't know anyway yeah you're right there could have been some stuff that happened that that he felt like okay i didn't i couldn't control that and i don't want this happen so they're like michael she has lobbied some serious allegations like do you want to he's like i don't care i don't want to watch it i don't care none of it matters like you think i care what she says Mm -hmm. about you know me or anything like that so they give him a laptop and he's like fine fine (laughs) i I'll, i'll watch it but whose laptop is this? Seriously, whose laptop is this? Because when I throw it, you're gonna have. And the person's like, "Oh, that's my laptop." And if you could please not throw it and damage it.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this whole, I mean, literally six episodes of you saying whatever you want about Christine.
1: Yeah. So then he starts to uh, look at it, and then the allegations is obviously something having to do with Natalie Grace and, and sex, and and you know his his portion of that. And he gets very, very, very upset with that. Um, and then he says, look, I don't want to talk about that part at all. So there is more that's happening. Um, and then he says, when I testify against her, it'll be the truth. And so we get, that's the end of it. It's like, oh my God, there's going to be another part. Like, what do we do? Like, oh, this is so great. And then it says on the screen before the, the um, it goes to black, March twenty. 20- 23, prosecutors filed a motion to dismiss Christine Barnett's case, citing insufficient evidence to prove the charges against her, and the court granted the motion.
0: Uh, yeah, and we're like, what? The, how is there no, so all of the, like, Heather Wilson, is that her name? The, all of the, like, years and years of the abuse and the doctor and you have the fact that she was re-aged and you, I mean, like, Is it just, is it just that it's so messy and there were so many people involved that you don't know how to find someone culpable? Like, is it like, you? I don't understand. I don't understand how and why it feels like what truly happened was the state or whoever was doing this case did not have the funding or the wherewithal to truly know and take the time to like prosecute it. Right. Because the fact that we have six episodes of these people seems like there's a lot of evidence. (laughs) So I'm just like, I mean, you know, like there is mental disease involved and there's culpability and this woman is not 20 fucking whatever. So like, well, now she is whatever, but like she was a child. So like, I don't, there's, and we've talked to doctors even. So like, I don't understand why you can't bring all the people involved, bring, get Natalie's, The person that like was the adopting person that i mean i can't use words get the person that was the original got person that like they adopted her from get everyone on there and then you know get justice you don't have the money for it what is it i don't know
1: yeah i think that sometimes they have to choose bigger fish fish to fry and the barnett's are not that um i hopefully after the this dropped i mean that they'll consider doing it i mean what They can, I mean, yeah, court of, mini- thing. court of Minneapolis, go after Christine Barnett, you know, like, yeah, it's crazy. I thought it was in Indiana. Oh, yeah, what did I say? Minneapolis. Okay,
0: great. Indianapolis, and you made me say it, you made me say it, and I hate saying that word. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love you guys so much. Oh, yeah, anything else to say about the end of this BS? Nope, I'll say this God bless. Everyone, all the victims involved and everyone I hope they're getting the help they need and that neighbor, that ambular neighbor I don't have to tell you about her honey, she crazy <laughs> Freddie Gale is Freddie Gale still alive? I'm on sure. The what a curious case and if they come up <laughs> with season 2 I I unfortunately will be there. Mm-hmm. Please follow us on social media if you haven't yet you can follow us uh, at Docky Sweeties on Instagram at Docky Sweeties on Twitter with the one it, it added and, and at Docky Sweeties on TikTok
1: yes if you would like to know how you can you know support us financially and get some extra content you can do so with patreon.com slash docusweeties we have a live every first monday of the month as well as exclusive content or content you get an hour before everyone else gets i mean 24 hours before everyone else gets it isn't that great Mm -hmm. um so yeah join us here on patreon.com slash docusweeties and we'll talk to you guys later bye bye